to the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, uh, episode 91, ladies and gentlemen, featuring the Sovereign Soundboard, maybe. Uh, as always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcasts, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, iHeartRadio, among others. And if you're on iTunes, leave us a review, five stars, five stars, oops five stars uh links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com also on ykwrestling.com we got merch got these black lives matter shirts designed by yours truly uh logo shirts oops you know when the shit mirrored you just confused about what's going on so i don't know which way to point here we go uh we got logo shirts if you want a young king's wrestling logo on your shirt also designed by yours truly uh, it's also available at ykwrestling.com. Uh, Profits from these uh, going to a fund, uh, going to send that money out to people that need it. So I can't send no money if there's nothing in the fund. And I, I, I don't want to always use my own personal money. So if you would like to contribute, I'll go and look up these causes. Uh, anything that might come across my timeline on Twitter or, you know, it, it happens, unfortunately, but people get, you know, uh, killed by the police. They black or, or they just get killed on some hate crime shit in general. So anything like that, unfortunately, it happens and it does happen pretty frequently. So we send money to, to those causes, man. So it's a good cause and uh, it's better than the, the actual Black Lives Matter. And like I said, until they send us a cease and desist, I will continue to trash their name. Facts. Big facts. Yes, sir. I got you. I gotta, you gotta stand up for what's right. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, join us in our conversation on social media with the hashtag YKWPod or YK Wrestling, preferably YKWPod. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like separate them out, you know, you know, use, you know, Cause we we doing a lot of stuff now, so I gotta I kind of want to have that hashtag YK wrestling freed up for other endeavors, and then uh you know one specifically for the podcast. So hashtag YKW Pod, y'all. Uh, I am the Thespian TC Fontaine, uh, fresh off of doing some Thespian work uh, this weekend. I'm joined by the Nature Boy Reek Flair. Uh, what's good with you, man? Ooh, what's goody? Chilling. Man, my guy, this is a uh, this is our third podcast in seven days together. Shout out to shout out to my guys, uh Mr. Six Foot Nine JT and Mr. L Cheech Marks with Mike's podcast. I forgot the other dude name. I, you know, I feel so bad. Damn. Okay. I, I see it, it, it almost it almost came to me for like a sec. Oh man. 
I'm about to look for him. I know nickname, go get him, Oos. So go get him, Oos. Yeah. Shout out to him, yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> so I, you know, shout out to them, man. They invited us on the show. We had a ball. It was fun. Even though we talked so, about the same shit we talked about on our show night right. before. It's always fun to, to have, you know, even though it's the same conversation, it's different conversations. Like, uh, it, it, it's Dre, Dre, and and uh, Cheech. I, yeah, I got Cheech. I just couldn't remember the other dude. Yeah, yeah. My guy came on and he was eating chicken on the whole podcast, so we talked about chicken. And oh, uh, I ended up, I ended up eating different variants of chicken for dinner for like three straight nights, including that night. Yeah, it was all good. I had a chicken sandwich that night. The next night. I think I had a chicken salad, and I had some Chinese food, uh, some general soul chicken. Chicken is very versatile, man. Very versatile. Bet the best best animal of all time, by far. Like this is best animal. Like I don't know why calling somebody a chicken is an insult because it's the greatest shit ever. So, big facts, man. That's what I'm saying. I ain't never understood that. Nah. But hey, man, uh, you been watching any wrestling this week? Anything different? Any any old wrestling you might have came oh. across? What did I watch the other day? There was a random match that I went back and I watched. Yeah, I can't think of what the hell it is right now. Uh, damn. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come back to it, but um, outside of that, it was really just the, the weekly shows, stuff like that. I gotta, I gotta catch up because they started spitting out all this content between A and E, Vice, mm. like they just they throwing it at me. I'm like, okay, all right, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta slow down, let a brother catch up, you know? Yeah, man. like seriously, <laughs> because it's. I, I finally caught up in all the biographies uh, on A&E, except the one they, they showed tonight, the Warrior one, which I wasn't mm-hmm. gonna watch because I don't fuck with Warrior and I don't care about his story, but they also got a, a Warrior Dark Side of the Ring this week. So I'm gonna watch the biography and then I'm gonna watch the Dark Side of the Ring and I'm gonna compare and contrast. You know what to say, yeah, They're see how they match up. Totally different <laughs> documentaries. You already know. That is a fact. That's uh, a fact. But no, nah, bro, like all the, all these all these docs, like it's it's like a new doc every week. And I can't keep up. So I have not I have not been able to watch any old wrestling. Honestly, since since Peacock came around, you know, came around. I have not really been able to watch nothing because it's like interest is not there. Cause I don't know what they got. Like I went to go look for one night stand a couple nights ago, the first one. Cause I was like, damn, I ain't watched the first one night stand in a minute. I watched the RVD uh, icons, and I was like, I gotta watch one night stand. And for some reason, I couldn't find it. I don't even know if it's on it, which makes no sense to me. Cause they got every other ECW pay per view on there. It looks like. Oh yeah. Why is one night stand on there? That was that was, that was the last ever ECW pay per view technically. We don't we don't count we don't count the true last ECW paper. We wouldn't count that. Yeah, no, no, we're not even gonna talk about that. <laughs> since we not count that, I feel like we can't count one night stand either. Just for like we talk authentic 
true original ECW, One Night Stand was the last pay-per-view. If, yeah. if I'm mistaken, if I couldn't find it, I, I searched ECW, I searched One Night Stand, couldn't find it. The only One Night Stand that came up was uh, the one that had Kane on the poster. So I don't know if they oh, got it on there. Oh, wait. That's all yeah. I think that was the last One Night Stand they did, too, before they changed it to Extreme Rules. So, yeah, that's the only one that came up. So I I was looking to watch something old. I haven't, but I, I've been watching these docs. I finally finished the, the Roddy Piper one. That was pretty good. It, it was dope to see his, his whole family on there uh, saying good things about him. Uh, they, they didn't touch on some of the, the more controversial aspects of Roddy's career, which is why I don't expect much from this Ultimate Warrior doc. Even though they, they made a complete slam piece on the Ultimate Warrior like 15 years ago. So they, they about no to worries. butter this man up now. So uh, but I'll, I'll finally watch the Booker T biography as well. It took me like three days to watch that because I kept falling asleep. Uh, I finally watched that one. Uh, and this is how I know I'm getting old because they showed Booker T and Charmel uh, making dinner. And I was just like, damn, they got a nice ass kitchen. <laughs> I seen their kitchen, I was jealous. <laughs> I was like, that needs some money. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I watched a, a Collision in Korea, Dark Side of the Ring. And uh, me, me and Reek was talking about this uh, ahead of time. So uh, you seen Reek was a little exasperated at the beginning of the show. It's because I had just told him uh, about something that went on, uh, a story that was told by uh, by Flash Funk, Two Cold Scorpio. Shout out to Two Cold Scorpio. That man's like 50-something years old, still out here hitting 450 splashes perfectly. Uh, he, he wrestled in Vegas last weekend. I had no idea or I would have went because I've never seen Two Cold Scorpio, and I always wanted to see Two Cold Scorpio hit a 450 splash, so... Hopefully he back here sometime soon. Um, but Tuco Scorpio on a trip to Korea. Uh, one, one, Scott Norton. Scott Norton almost got killed in Korea. Like it, it could have been that bad. Uh, he he hadn't talked to his wife in like three days, so he finally calls his wife, and so you know his wife thinking she know how wrestlers are. So you think he out there, you know, partying and doing a whole bunch of drugs and with women. This man was like, no, <laughs> this is, this is, listen. He in another country. Not even that, it's North Korea. Right. She might not know what North Korea is like. And this man was trying to tell her like, look, we, Nick, this is some different shit we going through right now. And he said he's telling his wife, and then the phone got disconnected. So he's thinking his wife just hung up on him. No, somebody came and knocked on his door, and they took him. They said, "You're coming with us." And he met with like some some high up important person in the government, and they was just like, "You don't say nothing about North Korea." He said, "Shit, you don't got to tell me twice." <laughs> I don't think he used the phone the whole trip after that. Uh, I would. <laughs> Eric, Eric Bischoff, this man, said 
Shit, he, he woke up early one morning, so he's like, I'm going to go on a jog like I do every fucking morning when I wake up. He went on a jog. He said the streets was deserted and it was dark. He just on a jog and the sun coming up as he's on his jog. He starts seeing people and they start looking at him like he an alien or something. Then, you know, these the propaganda over there is so crazy that these people seen an American and didn't know what to do. And basically, they told him he couldn't do that no more. Uh, and in Two Cold Scorpio, uh, I forget the you know the what exactly happened, but he got into it with with Hulk, Road Warrior Hulk, on the trip. And uh, this is what I was telling Reek before the show, guys. So if you hadn't seen uh, this Dark Side of the Ring, uh, Two Cold Scorpio and Hulk had got into it. They legit got into a fight on the bus. And Scorp said he beat the fuck out this dude because he had caught him the N-word. So uh, Hawk is canceled officially on this show. Uh, get that alcoholic out of here. But so Scorp said he was beefing the whole trip. So they eating dinner one time, eating with chopsticks. Scorpio said he, he dropped them chopsticks on the floor intentionally, made it look like an accident so he could pick them up and put them in his pocket. He gets to the room. His dad, you know, his dad served time in prison. So his dad showed him how to make a shank, how to make a prison shank. So Scorpio in his room making a prison shank out of these two chopsticks. And he said he taped them together. He said, you know, I'm gonna stab that motherfucker. Guess, guess who, guess who two cold Scorpio's uh roommate was on this trip who talked him out of killing Hawk. It's, it's a name I don't say on here, but for context purposes, I'm going to say it. Tuco Scorpio was talked out of murdering somebody by Chris Benoit. Very interesting episode. I highly recommend it. Uh, next week, like I said, we got we got Warrior, so that should be another good one. too. <laughs> So I, I really wish I recorded Reek's original reaction to this shit because it was so funny. There's very few moments when we're doing these shows <laughs> that I genuinely don't have a response. Like I'm just left speechless. That 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 was it. That, what that, that, that did was you moment. say, nigga? <laughs> I just how. I mean, I mean, obviously at that time we wouldn't have known, but I mean, it's just ironic in hindsight that oh, imagine, imagine how bad your brain gotta be beat in to do a one eighty like that, like that. I don't know, man. Oh. Even happy, even happy now, birthday to Nancy. Right. Shout out, shout out to shout out the woman. Yeah, we just call her Nancy. Oh. No surname. Yeah. Nancy yeah. Tofolini. We don't call her by her maiden name. That's a good point. That's a good point. Shout out to Sandra too. She's a real one. Yeah. But I'm just, yeah, man. Even even now. 
was it 14 years later? I just that's some crazy shit. He ain't even had to tell that story. Nah. He just wanted to blow somebody's mind real quick. <laughs> blew, blew the hell out of my mind. <laughs> so, like, like, he knew this was gonna be like hotly anticipated. It was gonna be a lot of people was gonna be watching. He's like, let me let me go tell this story about this yeah. shit that happened. <laughs> And the thing, like, he casually said it, too. He's like, yeah, I was rooming with Chris Benoit. He talked me out of it. I was like, hold on. He was rooming with who? That's, that's a record yeah, scratch. Like, <laughs> like, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, brother. You're not going to speed past over wait a minute. That, that part of the conversation. <laughs> like, hold on. going to speed past like you didn't say what you just said. <laughs> right. Like, you said, you said, who talked you out of this? Huh? Hey, shout out to shout out to Tuco Scorpio, man. Ooh. Splash Funk. Man. Best 450 splash in the game. Hey man, uh, we can get into some of these quick hits, man. Let's run down some of what went down uh in the past week. Uh we got a we got a big week coming up, uh, depending on who you ask. Double or nothing, AEW's uh premier event. I say it's their WrestleMania. Uh they try to. They try to. I think they try to say like all out was a WrestleMania or even full gear. No, double or nothing is y'all wrestling. It's like with uh, Impact. They say Bound for Glory is the premier event. No, Slammiversary is y'all WrestleMania. Stop trying to make it just just because Sting won the title at like three straight Bound for Glories does not make <laughs> it your premier event. It's Slammiversary. This is this is this slammiversary. Y'all celebrating the anniversary of when you started. Is is you had the King of the Mountain matches back in the day, which is my favorite thing. Seeing Sting win that title and beat like when Sting beat Samoa Joe for the belt at Bound for Glory, that's kind of that was like where I started. Like I took my seatbelt off of the, of the Impact Train. <laughs> right there, that that moment made me take my seatbelt off. I, I didn't go nowhere yet. But I was getting ready. <laughs> That's one of the things that the, you, you just you don't do that. You no, do that. I don't care how much you love Sting. You don't, you don't make that move. They they did Samoa Joe dirty a lot. Like he should have never lost to Kurt Angle, Kurt's first match. It took Joe a year and a half to win the championship from when he should have won it, mm-hmm. and then when he won it, it just felt really anticlimactic when he won the belt at lockdown. So it was just like, nigga should have been with this shit. And then he lost the sting. I think I think he lost the belt to sting that year. If I'm not mistaken. I might be mistaken. Now I gotta go, I gotta go fact check it. Y'all know how I do. It might have been, it might have been a little while after that. Let me go fact check real quick. And we'll be back with you in like 15 seconds, maybe less than that. I'm so stuck on this. I'm so stuck on this damn story, bro. Like. Sting beat Samoa Joe at Bound for Glory in 2008. Now, let me just go confirm if that was Joe's first reign, because I remember Joe won the belt at lockdown. I just don't remember him being champion that long. But he was. He was champion from lockdown to Bound for Glory, and he lost to Sting. Yeah, let's let's not let's let's not do that, TNA. That was that was that was where that shit started at with them. But I'm I'm a big fan now, though. So yeah, anyway, got all frazzled. Double or nothing is <laughs> this weekend, this Sunday, Memorial Day weekend. 
It is not in Vegas again for the second straight year. Y'all definitely could have had that shit in Vegas. That's okay though. That's okay though. It's okay though. Uh, we we gonna we gonna double back around to double or nothing. Uh, but speaking of Vegas, man, uh, live events are back in WWE. Uh, an episode of SmackDown in July taking place from somewhere in Texas. I don't remember where they said. Uh, I think it's the the one just be- like two days before Money in the Bank. Uh, which also will take place in Texas. And then the Raw the next night takes place in Texas. So got three straight Texas shows to, to kick off. Uh, fans coming back. And uh, SummerSlam is rumored to be in Vegas. So looking forward to that. They, they, they It's going to be a really hectic time for me in life because looking to move in August or in July. So I got to have money for that. Now I gotta have my SummerSlam tickets. We're going to SummerSlam. Even if I'm homeless, I will be at SummerSlam. <laughs> I'm looking at flights. So uh also in Vegas, uh very irrelevant to our podcast, but but uh Errol Spence and Manny Pacquiao fighting. They they did my boy Bud dirty. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get into that, but <laughs> yeah, live events are back. Can't wait. Can't wait for fans. Hopefully, fans forgot how to chant. What? I, I doubt it, but you know, we'll see. Uh, so we're gonna circle back to AEW, talk about that, but let's talk about what went down in the land of WWE this past week. Uh, I stopped by one of my biggest haters' funerals to make sure he was dead, uh, but I did not see anything on WWE.com. So I'm gonna need that future endeavor article by Monday afternoon. I'm gonna stop by one of my biggest haters' funerals and make sure he's dead for real. You know who I'm talking about? Pedo Patrick. Oh wow! You said biggest haters. I'm like, wait a minute. I just I, I, had, to, I had to make a reference to to that meme though. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> There'll be no more references to that person on this show until uh, it's official. Official. I, I I thought it was confirmed. Nah, I don't think I don't think they confirmed it yet. But yeah, uh, also NXT, we got a we got a pair of new champions. Uh, Bronson Reed uh, defeated Johnny Gargano to win the NXT North American Championship. Uh, and over the pond in NXT UK, my guy Tyler Bate uh, is the new Heritage Cup champion. So technically, Tyler Bate is triple crown in NXT. Uh, first ever UK champion, uh, won the tag titles with the Mustache Mountain, uh, the, the regular tag titles. Uh, they beat Undisputed Era like two, two three years ago. Uh, and uh, now he's a Harris's Cup champion. So he's a NXT so Triple Crown. Uh, it's the Harris's Cup, so it's the big trophy. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to say. I saw him with a trophy, but it's yeah. like. So it, that's. Okay. That's the championship. It's it's not represented with a belt. It's represented with a trophy. So, uh, if he needs, you know, he wants to become an NXT UK Triple Crown, just needs those tag titles over there. But I'm biased to my favorite wrestlers, so he's a Triple Crown in my eyes. Facts. Uh, next week on NXT, uh, it's a, it's a big one. It's it's a big event, man. They they hyping it up. Uh, we got a big title match. Uh, Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor three. Is it three? Is it two? It's two or three? It's two. 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 Yeah, got the rematch. NXT Championship. 
for the tag titles, we got MSK putting the titles on the line versus Legato Del Fantasma. Uh, Bobby Fish is back. He'll be taking on Pete Dunn. And we have the world premiere of Frankie Monet. That should be a good one. Uh, also, uh, Ted DiBiase and Cameron Grimes in a million dollar face off. And they brought back the million dollar championship. Did they? Well, they're going to, apparently. Ooh. Okay. They said he's going to show up. He's bringing the big million dollar gold championship with him. That is the plan. Wonder if he's gonna let Cameron Grimes hold it. Maybe. I will I say love that I, belt. I, I met Ted DiBiase at a Comic Con and held that belt. It's actually very nice. I got a picture with it. Is it? It's See that? Good. I should have did that because uh, Ted he did a he did a meet and greet at the mall, and me and Malik was up there getting some uh, some footage for the Boxing Hall of Fame at the mall. And we saw Ted DiBiase, but we didn't get a chance to, to talk to him. But I wish I, I, I love that damn belt, man. I wish I could have held it. Man, that was, that was a dope time, bro. And this was this was before he went, you know, got gray on us. You know what I'm saying? Like this was, this was at least I think six years ago. Everybody's got a price. <laughs> I need that sound bite, so remind me to add that. Uh, oh yeah, we need that. Yeah, I'm gonna add that one. Uh, on SmackDown, SmackDown, good as always. Uh, shout out to my guy Rick Boogs, aka uh, Eric Bugenhagen, aka Rick Buguez. Uh, he he's with Shinsuke Nakamura apparently now, uh, doing his entrance. Uh, Elias is probably cooked out here, man, because because beyond because because Boogs can actually wrestle. Hey, Jimmy Hart too. You just just you just gonna not mention that you met Jimmy Hart and got the whole the megaphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was up there too. So, you know, shout out to Jimmy Hart, man. I can't I can't do the Jimmy Hart voice because too much testosterone. Can't. Yeah. It's uh, it's a certain prince you gotta have in your voice to do that. Yeah, not me. My voice is too deep. Uh, also, uh. Looks like we looks like we're on the trajectory towards that uh Cesaro Seth Rollins hell in a cell that I predicted last week. Yeah, that should be good. I mean, it would be good. I just don't want it. Like, I don't I don't feel like this rivalry rose to the, the length. I mean, after everything Seth did now, it's like okay, yeah, it's gonna get personal. You, Squash it and sell. I think it was personal from the beginning because Seth Rollins was embarrassed by getting swung 20-something times, which is how this feud kick-started. So it's really Seth Rollins is insanely insecure. And at least this feud is called for Hell in a Cell. So and we didn't know when they were having Hell in a Cell either. They just kind of pushed it up a couple months, swapped it for money in the bank. So it should be cool. I just don't know if the other matches are going to warrant it because I don't think nothing else got enough heat to really warrant a Hell in a Cell match. Unless you're going to do Roman and Jimmy. I don't even think that would, to be honest with you. Nah, it'd be forced. Like, you just did Roman and Jay last year. Right, and, and you don't you don't need to... They're going a different path with Jimmy, so you don't need to do that that same direction. Like You don't need to jump him into the family like you basically did with Jay. Like That's not... That's not the route we need to take. Shout out to that Wild Samoan shirt, though. That shirt was fire. 
I did. I was like, yo, I, I gotta get that. If he's if they selling that on the shop, I might have to cop that. Like, yeah, 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 making me buy too much. I don't know why I eat merchandise around here. Like, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> I'm waiting for that Roman tracksuit to go on sale. I'm getting that. That oh, shit fire. Man. He said, "I need that. I need that Dwayne tracksuit with my logo on it." Then that's the same exact tracksuit. That damn sure was. That's the first thing I said when I see it. I'm like, "Oh man." Oh, Roman called, official out here. He called up the homie. Was like, "Yo, is it that time?" He said, "Yeah, you up there. It's time. Go ahead." You remember Rocky used to wear the tearaway Adidas pants? <laughs> he would have met Mania the one year we um he had that like 10 second match. Oh uh, with uh with Rowan? Yeah. That was his retirement match too. I, I popped for that. I was like, oh shit. Terrible. I, I didn't even pay attention that he had on wrestling boots. Oh, I didn't even notice either. Mm. I, I'm about to go, I'm about to go watch that back later. So, you know. I might watch the whole event. It, it'll take up the whole night, but it, it'll it'll be worth it. WrestleMania 32 is insanely long. Too long. Uh, also on SmackDown this past week, uh, we got the return of Aleister Black uh, in person, like the official return. My, my boy looking real jacked, baby. Mm. Looking real cut out here. My guy lost some weight, visibly. Uh, cost Big E the Intercontinental Championship, so... Looks like we might get an Aleister Black and Big E feud, which uh, I don't know how I feel about it because somebody got to lose. And I don't want either one of them to lose. Aleister Black can't lose coming back. No, no. Can't lose two feuds in a row where you, if you want to position him to be that that next guy, I, I I don't think he can lose right now, so. But he don't want to smoke though, so it should be a good feud. Yeah. Uh, and on Raw, uh, we got the Almighty Whole Train, Bobby Lashley. Uh, excuse me, <clears throat> the Almighty WWE Champion, Bobby Lashley, uh, came out here with some very uh, attractive women. Uh, two of them that I actually cared about. Uh, he came out mm-hmm. with some sisters. Some shout some- out to Twitter too, because they. They oh, yeah, went they found on the hunt and found these women. That's why I like I know I knew Twitter was gonna gonna have me. <laughs> so, cause usually you know me, I, I would have been on the search too. But I was just like I'll just patiently wait, and I found them. And shout out to they they fitness models apparently. So mm-hmm. they out here, man. Shout out to shout out to my boy Bobby Lashley. Came on here with some thick ass women. Look how thick that is. Look how thick that is. And, uh, and, and Drew McIntyre had to come out there being a lame-ass nigga. Oh, my God, In bro. front of the hoes. Talking Very embarrassing. About, talking about to impress your ladies like you're not married. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Bobby Lashley, <clears throat> excuse me, the almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley, gives out an open challenge. Uh, apparently this open challenge was not for the championship, but it was answered uh, by the uh, the most recent black WWE champion before Bobby Lashley, Kofi Kingston. Uh, pins the almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley uh, in the main event with uh, with help from the uh, the guy that, that scared the hoes earlier in the night, Drew McIntyre. Uh, Kofi <laughs> is the first person to pin the almighty uh, since uh, Riddle did it in January, and Riddle was the first person to do it 
in like eight months since since uh, Drew McIntyre beat. Uh, he was the almighty WWE champion back then, but he, he beat him at Backlash last year. So right. uh, this is my two uh, favorite most recent champions, like my, my, my top two favorites, because, you know, uh, where do they it, go it, with this? Where should they go with this? Because it looks like they're going to be involved with each other for a while. Uh, they could have a title match. They could have a title match tomorrow. It probably won't, but, yeah, you know, maybe next week or something like that, set it up. Uh, it's long overdue because Kofi hasn't had his rematch in about two years since he lost mm-hmm. the belt. So, you know, this 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 is only right. I'm just if this is gonna lead to a, a cell match with Drew, I guess I gotta accept it. But I I'm I'm, I'm I've been past this. I, I've said it so many times right that, now. Yeah. It's, it's 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 driving me nuts. He does not need to be in the title picture no more. Exactly. You lost. You, you lost three straight title matches, including the one where you lost your championship. You lost three straight title matches. You got to get to the back of the line. You know that 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 gif of Kenyon Martin. <laughs> get to the back of the line, bro. Nah, for real, because it's just like when you carry the company through, you know that entire pandemic era, no fans, empty arena, like when you take him through that end of the Thunderdome era. It's like you, you were the guy in 2020. You do not need to hold the strap no more. You, you establish yourself You at the top. Now you can do any, any few you want to get into. And I was saying this, uh, I forget who I was telling it to, but um, might've been on the show we did on Monday, but like, listen, just because the person who holds the championship does not mean they're going to supersede you in your position. Because go back to 2013 or, or 2012 with, with Punk. He was a WWE champion, but who was main event on the shows? John Cena. John Cena. The man main evented a show with Big Show and John Laurinaitis consecutively over CM Punk, who was feuded with Daniel Bryan. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen here, but Drew is at that point where it could happen. So I, it's like I need a people power sound bite. Oh God, no! <laughs> people power. Oh God, I don't need that. Last time He's... he was on my TV, I popped up. It was like what a was couple. That? It was like a. It was recent. It was very recent. Maybe in like the last say. two years. Yeah. Well, he came out during doing the whole people power stick. I think it was the Legends Night or the Old School Night. One of them. Probably. Days. Probably. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, I just. It's, he's at that point. He don't need it. So we need we need to end this. We need to move on. I know like the main event scene is a little bit, you know, thin. But uh, I don't know when the draft is going to be, when that's supposed to be coming up. They, move somebody up. You know, try try something different. Like we we got we got what we want now. It's finally, you know, getting his shine with the, the almighty era. But he can't just keep picking bones off of one guy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Braun, Braun got you know in the mix for whatever reason. I, I don't know. Like he just this man just bullied his way into to, to big matches for some odd reason. Because he was mad. He was mad that he wasn't in the chamber match because the chamber match was only former WWE champions 
and that didn't apply to him and he all mad in his feelings dealt with shame and now he's like all right now nah, i really need my title shot now like fuck all the technicalities y'all doing like i want my title shot and then he got it and then he I mean, lost in fairness after doing that that dumb shit that entire feud it's like i could see him getting whatever he asked for after that but listen it's, it's a one time one time only I don't need to see it no more. I don't need to see none of y'all in the picture no more. Like, move this man on next Fact. Week. Yeah, man, I agree. Like, go, go, go feud with Sheamus again, man. Like, he got a belt. It's a so, belt. I don't think Drew, yeah, he's never won that belt. So, yeah, go, go after your boy's belt. Y'all had some bangers. Yeah, I'm about to say, you know that's going to kill. And, and you, the mid card could use that. And you, you, you already beat Sheamus. So, like, you know, you can beat him. Like you ain't beat Lashley in however long. Go with Sheamus. Because what Sheamus is doing now, I ain't fucking with it. Ricochet, like one, I don't want to see Ricochet on my TV no more. Like we we beg, fans beg for Ricochet to, to be on TV and do something meaningful. And this man finally gets on TV, finally gets some TV time to fucking dab in 2021. And not only did he dab, at WrestleMania Backlash, this man went on TV the next night and dabbed again. Stop putting this man on my TV. <laughs> if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do outdated references, don't get on TV no more, Ricochet. If you come on TV dabbing again tomorrow, you you cancel. <laughs> you cancel. I, I don't want to see it no more. Uh, but that that leads me to my next point. I, um. I'm not even going to get into it, man. I'm going to let Reek do it. Uh, because uh, tomorrow night, we have, yet again, uh, another rematch. Another, this is like the third straight match in the last two weeks. Uh, the, the women's tag team champions, Tamina and Natalya, two second generation stars going up against Shayna and Nia, Shania Jaxler, uh, again. We are, look, we had the match on SmackDown a couple weeks ago. Tamina and Natty won the titles. Shayna and Nia got their rematch on Raw, but for some reason they getting another rematch tomorrow night. I'm upset. Didn't I tell you that this was gonna happen? I just, I don't like being right. It almost as much, it's, it's more than I, do, I, I don't like to be wrong. I don't like being right in situations like this. And, and here's, here's the real issue I have, right? Well, this too, this too. First and foremost, what, what show is Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax contracted to? It, it, they Nairo. Okay, so why the hell are they showing up on SmackDown when they don't have the tag team titles in their possession? Like, this is not no wild card rule, you know, quarterly invitational that don't exist, you know, except in the, in the, the continuity where they need an excuse. I, 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 I tweeted this and I, I was so serious about it. For literally one quarter of a second, I got so hyped because I saw Shayna jump Bianca. A quarter of a second, I was hyped. I was like, oh, okay, you finally got away from nine and then i 
two seconds, another quarter of a second later, here comes Naya coming over the ropes. I'm like, y'all just, y'all just want me to be mad. Y'all just want me to be angry. Y'all just want me to do this. Y'all just clearly love to see me in my feelings. Listen, you have, I, I make this, I make this point so many times, and it's like, I don't hear me. You have so many women on Raw. The tag team titles are on SmackDown with Tamina and Miss Nightheart. I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna get into it. Uh, you got the tag team titles on them. You have some women on SmackDown. You have an actual tag team on SmackDown. The only legitimate tag team on SmackDown. Why not get them in the mix? On Raw, sure, you can have tag teams or whatever, if you're going to keep Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler together, which you don't need to, and you need to split them up. For the love of God, I'm so sick and tired of seeing them as a pair. And I'm sorry. One rematch is, is, is okay. Two in a row. Plus, you had them in a six, what was it, a six-person tag on, on, on SmackDown. You're going, you're going way overboard. And what is this shit with Alexa? I, I I need I need an answer. I need clarification. I need confirmation. I'm sick of this. Of all the people that got caught up in the crosshairs, nobody cared that Reggie got his, his dreads almost burnt off. His locks, excuse me, locks and not dreads. Nobody, yeah, <laughs> no nobody cares that that almost happened to him because he he was he was missing for like a whole stretch of the time anyway. We don't care no more. He's not a signing anymore. In fact, he's not even relevant anymore. He's literally just Nia Jackson's window dressing. That that's really it. And it's not a lot because he's only covering one side. So nobody cares about that. Nobody wants to see this rematch anymore. I actually, I actually was okay with that whole cluster they had in the, the, the back with uh, Mandy and uh, Dana. And then Naomi and Lana, at least that's a new, you know, uh, a new direction to go with. Add some some new people into the mix. If, if they, you know, they, they shouldn't do this, but if they go challenging them on SmackDown or if they come to Raw, whatever, do that. Fine. I, I don't, I don't see that there's literally nothing more to do here at all. Like the only thing that was even appealing to me about that was Tamina and Naya and y'all like half captured that moment and then the rest of it you just shit on and whatever is supposed to be going on whoever Alexa's supposed to be going after it need to be Shayna so that she can get away from Naya like do that do that and let's move the fuck on but if if, if tomorrow finishes in a non-finish I'm canceling all four women involved Actually, no, no. Everyone except everyone except Tamina, because I'm happy for her. she got what she finally deserved. I mean, she deserved more than that, but she finally got her belt. But if this if tomorrow does not get a clean finish and an end, everyone else can cancel. If Nia and Shayna don't whoop each other ass after losing again, that's the only that's the only result I'll accept. Yeah, they they gotta lose the match. And get into it with each other. Don't I? I, I don't want to see them have a match either. Just let them get into it. 
and have Shane to show up on Friday and be done with it. And then next Monday after pay-per-view ain't this week, it's double or nothing this week, but whatever. Have Bailey show up on Raw next week. It was a trade. That was it. Same thing you've been saying. End this. And the, the, the second the second thing that pissed me off, and this is going to segue into rant number two. I'm upset. We saw last Sunday you had a zombie lumberjack match that was not even... You advertise, you advertise a lumberjack match. And then because Warner Brothers was looking for some promotion, which according to what I read, Netflix. they paid, they paid, uh, not Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers paid handsomely for promoting it, this film. Uh, I thought it was a Netflix movie. They, they, they released it on Netflix, but I think well, Warner Brothers was uh, the studio that produced or whatever. That's, um, that's funny. So yeah, apparently Warner Brothers cut the check to the tune of seven figures to World Wrestling Entertainment. So uh, for that reason, I guess that there was going to be something that goes on involving zombies, I could understand. Does that excuse the execution of it? Hell no. But uh, this was this was my problem, and I said this. I literally said this. I think on the recap show, I said, if I see a, a regular Lumberjack match after this, I'm going to go off. Well, here we are one week later, and they tried me because, once again, they listened and they like to see me in my feelings. You decide the next night on Raw to have a regular-ass Lumberjack match with Nikki Cross in the mix of it. That was the only thing I was happy about, that, that she finally is on my, on my TV again. But I mean, here's a, here's a, a radical idea that just thought of it came to my mind. How about you booking for a match since you have once again all these women that you just sitting in the background, not getting no TV time, not wrestling? How about you just put it in a match, call it a day? So here's my here's my big issue. These people that sit down and write TV, your title is literally creative writer. Creative. Meaning, come up with some new shit on a regular basis so people can have a reason to invest and watch the shit. How many times are you going to run the same rivalry feud of Damian Priest versus Miz, Damian Priest versus Morrison, although Miz is going to be out for a while. We know he tore his ACL. I wish him speedy recovery. It's his first injury. It, it sucks, but I think he'll be back and it'll be a good, a good return for him when he gets back. But... This whole training wheels project that you're doing with Damian Priest, like as if he can't go off on his own and have another match, this bullshit. It needs to stop. You, it, it, there, there's a there's a mid card just just like, just like with the women. You got a mid card stack full of people who aren't getting no TV time, aren't getting no burn, and Damian Priest can run with all of them. Morrison is finally free of the Miz. This could be a blessing in disguise. You brought him back, and he's been Miz's side piece literally. <laughs> well, literally, what is it? Oh, well over a year now. Maurice is getting Maurice gets better reactions than Morrison at this point because who's what? what what's Maurice really, got way more heat for some reason. Oh yeah, of course. Because 
that that's more appealing to people to see than Miz and Morrison because it's like Morrison has just been sit, sitting here, you know, playing second fiddle and all sort of stuff. And it looked like we was finally kind of planting the seeds to do something with them. But then Miz gets injured. So it's like, listen, let both guys go off and do something. Uh, Priest can go into the U.S. title scene or Morrison can do it. Like, I'm tired of seeing reruns, bro. I don't tune in. You don't tune in on a weekly basis to see reruns. That goes for Nia and Shayna and the, 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 these tag team rematches. And that goes for Priest and Morrison slash Miz. Because how many times are we going to keep being subjected to this? Next week, th- th- this week to tomorrow, I don't want to see no more Damian Priest and Morrison. I'm sorry. I just, I'm, I won't accept it. I don't even want to see them in a promo. I don't want to see them in the same vicinity. If, if, if Priest comes in the hallway, he see Morrison go the other way. <laughs> that, that That's where I'm at with it. I don't want to see this no more. I'm sick and tired. I don't, I, I've been on my soapbox about this because it's really getting me hot. Stop the damn lazy writing. Like, really. like there, There's too much. There's three hours of Monday Night Raw, bro. Three hours. The last thing anybody wants to see is some shit that they saw last week, the week before that, the week before that. Hell, we saw Priest and Miz in a tag team match. In a ta- No, not even. We saw um, Priest team up with Bad Bunny facing the Miz and Morrison a month ago. A month and two weeks. That should have been why is it? Why is it the last week of May and we still on this? That that that's that's it. I'm 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 off. Like, no more. Enough is enough. Goddammit. Stop it. Stop it. Get some help. And we move on. Uh, Also forgot to mention uh, SmackDown this week. I'm very excited. Uh, we get the Usos versus the Street Profits. Oh, yes. Like, see, see, and this is this is the other thing that gets me tight. The lazy writing on Raw. When you have the longer show, when SmackDown has two hours, it's on Fox, and they consistently churn out good shit. It's not a difficult formula. You give me a couple, uh, a couple mid card guys here and there. The mid card has been great ever since they they finally started to to give Apollo Crews some direction and some character. That's not him just smiling like like Mister Fucking, uh, what's the, what's that the, the uh, like Mister Softy on on the side of the ice cream truck. We don't need to see that. <laughs> the Kool Aid smile on there every and that that's all he does. Now that he done tapped in, he done found his royalty in Nigerian. And got his mans with him. Like the mid card scene is great. You get fifteen to twenty minutes of Roman, plus maybe if he has a match, something like that. That that fills up most of the time. Now you got like one hour left. You got some tag teams. You know, Ray and Dom won the tag team championships like, like we expected. The Usos are finally back. Street Profits like they got it together. And the show that's the flagship. The the standard bearer. Hey, let me interrupt you. Always on some awesome bullshit. Go ahead. So, I I, I guess Mister Salty is, is a regional thing. Where are you from? I didn't know what the hell you was talking about. I had to go Google it, and I'm I'm laughing my ass off right now. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that that's the uh, that's the ice cream truck that come around back around like in New York. You know, you be out, you be outside like like a day like today. It was hot as hell out. We start hearing the tune, 
truck come around, you see that big old some big ass. Well, uh, it, it's just, uh, an ice cream like, cone. It, it's an exact, ice cream cone with some big ass teeth. <laughs> this, this is the exact same Apollo Crew smile. So it is. Yeah. You see a big ass smile with some white ass teeth and an ice cream cone right up underneath it. Like, oh god. Oh, continue. But that, but that, that that's what Apollo was doing, and I, I was sick of that shit. But yeah, y'all got the same writers throughout the week on two different shows. The one that's supposed to be the A show, the show that started it all, the flagship. That, that SmackDown don't, really been. A, I mean, uh, Raw has not really been the A show in like three years. Oh, I know that. We 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 been seeing that, but it's like, bruh. Like not even just like the way they treat it. Like obviously, SmackDown is a one one SmackDown. They got more money to run that show from the network. Two, the network is more strict about shit so the network gonna be on their ass so they gotta be good like it's like they gotta impress this network because they know they're gonna throw them out on the street whereas like nbc not gonna throw wwe out so like they can give them guys whatever they want i finally i i understand now why vince be showing up like an hour before the show and just ripping up scripts because it's like did this did this the shit that we get god damn it pal this is terrible Giving us garbage. I'll rip it up too. Shit. This isn't good shit. Shout out to Vince, man. I need a yeah. I need that WWE stock to hit sixty soon. Man. This is this is one of this is one of the few years where I'm cutting Vince a break because it's like normally I would just just pin the blame on him. Nowadays, nah, nah. You got you got subordinates that I want the heads up first. Yeah, facts. Hey man, uh, so if, if you made it this far, shout out to my my people who are only WWE fans. If you are, you don't want to hear us talk about AEW. You can turn it off right now. But I would prefer if you didn't, because like, don't turn us off, bro. Damn, like, we might have some extra shit after we talk about Double or Nothing. Uh, we gonna talk about Double or Nothing. Like like I said earlier, man. Uh, should be in Vegas because you definitely could have had the show in Vegas this year, but I'm not tripping. You saved me some money. It's all good. Uh, and as I also said earlier, this is the company's biggest show, in my opinion. This is their WrestleMania. Nothing else should be considered their WrestleMania. I know uh, All Out is based on the All In show that they did, which is the catalyst for AEW. So if they treated that like it was WrestleMania, I understand, but I I personally won't. Uh, I think this is the biggest show. Uh, but the card, to me, the card is a little, little underwhelming, in my opinion. Uh, we can run through it. Let's just, let's just run through it. Uh, so the reason why I say the card is underwhelming, your, your main, your top championship, it's not a match I really care about because I know the result. Uh, Kenny Omega, uh, the belt collector, puts his AEW World Championship on the line uh, versus Orange Cassidy and my guy Pac. Which I think Pac would be incredible as AEW champion, but we know he's not going to win this. Uh, I I don't even think he was supposed to be in the match to begin with. I think it was supposed to be Cassidy. But nobody's going to care about that. Yeah. Unless... Outside of... Shows up, I won't care. 
Kenny's like on. the like the only people who were hyped about uh, just Orange Cassidy versus Kenny Omega was Orange Cassidy stands. Yeah. Outside of that, nobody really gives a fuck about this. I would I would be more invested in this if Pac was a a, a, lock, a, a good a good chance to win this. If he was built up. One, this match is it's the world championship match on what I say is the biggest event of this company. And there's no heat. It's like three weeks of build going into this match. Is this like Kenny? And I, I don't know, you can make the excuse that it pays into Kenny's just nonchalant attitude towards everything. Like he do whatever the hell he wants to clearly. He go to impact and do whatever he wants to. Because I mean I don't think Don I, I think they said Don Callis is not an EVP of Impact anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, maybe in kayfabe he still is. So he could do whatever he wants on Impact. Like he can do whatever he wants in AEW because he's the EVP in AEW. Uh, he can go to Mexico and do whatever he wants. Because if you're an American wrestler in Mexico and you worth a damn, they kind of treat you like royalty. Uh, you know, he he's he's already royalty in Japan, so he can go there and do whatever the hell he wants. So that's his character, but like, yeah, we don't care. We're gonna move on. I think we both know Kenny's gonna win, so let's move to the next match. Of course. Carl Sheeta uh puts the AEW women's world championship on the line versus Dr. Britt Baker DMD. Uh shout out to Sheeta, year-long title reign. Uh, this is another thing like I I feel like she has had very inconsistent television time uh, as champion. And so her her holding a title for a year should be a bigger deal than it is, but not when you like the, the third most important woman on the roster right now, uh, which Thunder Rosa is not even on the roster, I don't think, and she's more important uh, yep. than she is. And uh, the most important woman on the roster is gonna win this match. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, D. Ew, D. This this quite literally is the only reason I'm gonna watch this show. To be honest with you, like this this is all that has my attention because it, it's it's been something that needed to happen for a long time. It, it's there, there is no bigger moment at this point. So you know it's I'm, I'm expecting it to be the best match on the night. Uh, and I I've been one for saying too like she hasn't gotten the the right the right you know. Uh, shine in terms of her title reign because it's like you haven't been giving her you know the the appropriate like uh, some some matches that are worth watching it's like you're giving her trash on a weekly yeah. basis and so we don't get to to see her best so now now we're going to get this and rightfully so it's going to be the coronation of Britt Baker but I'm going to tell you this right now and I mean this shit if Britt Baker DMD does not get a proper belt after this win. If y'all try to stick her with that damn Cracker Jack box ass belt going forward, after she done waited all this time to get the belt, we're going to have a problem. After she literally bled for the opportunity. Bro, she sold y'all t-shirts. She made memes for y'all. At least give her a custom belt that looked like a set of teeth or something. She had her stone cold moment. And she didn't even win the match. That's the crazy shit. People talking more about Britt than Thunder Rose, and Thunder Rose won the match. Right. Like, after all of that, if y'all try to stick her with that punk little kid <laughs> toy ass belt, we're going to have a problem. 
you're gonna hear me rant. Like just straight up. That that that's what's gonna happen. So just think about that. Think about that, Tony. You got you got the spread. Don't play. Y'all been having a good year. Y'all didn't exactly shut down. So I mean, just just get at some thought. She's a dentist. She got a reputation to keep. I, I don't think I don't think her patients are gonna be too like hype for her. She comes in the, comes back to the fucking to the office and her belt is smaller than some of the plaques on her wall. Like right. that's that's not a good look. Exactly. Get her a better belt, man. Like that little small, like like when Nala Rose won that shit. Man, that got me so tight. <laughs> Nala Rose hold that shit look like a cell phone in her hand, bro. Oh god, like, that that right was here. worse. That you know that made me think of, and it, it was it was worse than this when Big Show won the ECW title. Oh my god, nigga was just slinging it over his shoulder, wasn't even holding it. It would just sit there, like, bro, come on. Yeah, that if you, so tiny. If if, if you knew, like, even for Rio, and Rio's small, but it's like if you knew that you belt was, was perfect have, for somebody like Rio. Yeah, but it's like if you knew you was gonna have it circulate between her and Nyla Rose and everybody, I'm like, why not think ahead and just be like, you know what? It don't gotta be too crazy, but at least it's a decent size for, you know, especially for a bigger woman. Like, think about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially when you came out and the AEW title is beautiful. And then you go to the women's division. It's like that was that was a perfect image, uh, like a, a view into where you stood in terms yeah. of where your roster was and where where your focus was at. It's like okay, all right, you putting the the centerpiece and the, the focus and attention on the men's division and their titles, and then the women, albeit you got great talent, but you didn't have a lot of talent, and then you just stuck them with this shit, right? Yeah, it's, that, it's the it's the best oh, shit. <laughs> my, 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 my. Go ahead, because <laughs> I, I gotta stop writing. But this, this that belt looked like you you know the, the machines that you put your your, your quarters in, and it's like oh, those machine. old ass coins, and uh, you just yeah. turn that joint. That's yes. exactly what that belt looks like <laughs> it with a strap on it. Like, nah, man. You, I've been trying to figure out what that belt looked like. That's what it looked like. Yeah, like you can't you can't have these women. Busting their ass in, in some dope matches to get them that. That's insulting. I'm sorry. I think we say all this to say this is this is probably the best opportunity. Uh, we, we're coming off of a year-long title ring. Once it's over, this is the best opportunity to to present a new belt. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Only, only time I want to see Britt Baker holding that belt is if she's going to pull a Medusa. If you know, you know. Ooh, ooh. Shout out to Medusa. She she did a meet and greet up at the mall uh, last week. I, I did not get to meet her though, because I was I was I was at Versus shooting the show. So uh, it was a missed opportunity to meet a legend. But she'll be back. Uh, next up on our on our card here for Double or Nothing, uh, Cody Rhodes uh, versus uh, excuse me, the American Dream, the American Dream, Cody Rhodes. I'm not calling him that. Uh, versus Anthony Agogo. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, but just for the purposes of this, uh, I'm going to give a winner. And uh, I, I would be uh, very hypocritical uh, to not give the win 
my prediction for the win to Anthony Ogogo uh, for certain reasons, um, as well as he does not rock with uh, the USA, as I don't either. So, and uh, he cut a promo, um, which uh, this is a this is a whole different type of rant. But Anthony Agogo had a really good promo on Dark or Dark Elevation, one of the two. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I saw the promo on Twitter, uh, and it was very good. It was probably a promo you should have aired on Dynamite instead. But yeah, like I said, that's a rant for another day. Uh, I got Anthony Agogo winning because if you're gonna do all this bullshit between that fucking promo that Cody cut to all this whole nationalism, foreign heel feud, which has been played to death, if you're gonna go with it, have the heel win. Uh, Anthony Agogo and that whatever the hell they're calling themselves, the factory with QT Marshall, they they need a solidifying victory more than Cody does. Cody Rose needs to fuck off more than anybody has ever fucked off in the history of fucking <laughs> off. Oh man, I need a go go to whoop this man's ass. I mean, like, like what Brody Lee did to him and just turn it up like five more notches. Send that man off to have all hands. Though. I'm so sick of it. Yes, yes, all like, hands. Like I need, I need like at least ten seconds into the match, I need to hit him with a body shot and drop him real quick. Like I need it. That, that need Terrence that. Crawford, Julius, and Dongo. Oh my god, I need all that smoke. Send this man off to go be with his, his soon to be child. I'm, I don't, I don't need to see Cody Rhodes for a long time. After his beautiful this. white and black daughter. <laughs> uh, next up, oh. uh, holy shit! All right. I'm going to just read these names off. We got a Casino Battle Royale. Uh, winner gets an AEW championship match in the future. Uh, we got Christian, uh, Matt Seidel, Matt Seidel, how you pronounce it? Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, Pentagon. I still call him Pentagon. I don't, I don't call him by his uh, non-Mexican slave name, uh, which is very extensive. Like, it's, it's, it's a very mouthy name. Uh, Pentagon is what we call him over here. Uh, Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, uh, Private Party, Mark Quinn, and Isaiah Cassidy. <sighs> Bland, uh, Evil Uno, Colt Cabana. Uh, number, number 10, yeah, Bland is in the match. Not, not Botcher. Botcher is not announced. Just, just Bland. Uh, Evil Uno, Colt Cabana, uh, number 10, Preston Vance, Griff Garrison, and Brian Pillman Jr., the Varsity Blondes. Uh, Max Caster and Anthony Bowens, the acclaimed QT Marshall and Nick Komoroto from the factory, Dustin Rhodes, Big Shoddy Lee, and uh, I think there's one more person to, to be announced. I don't know who that would be. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Possibly. You think? Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I told you this. I saw that that uh that slam anniversary promo and they like they were teasing him going there so i'm like i don't know we'll see we, we're not gonna say who it is but if you're watching us on youtube which it should be right you know what we're referencing right now uh who you got winning this battle royal oh shit man 
I was tempted to say Christian, but that don't really make sense to me. Uh, Especially when I forgot Christian was even in AEW. Like, I remembered when he did a backstage promo with Matt Seidel a couple weeks back. I was like, oh, shit, Christian does work here. I, You know, really, I would love it if Penta went ahead and won it, to be honest. like I've been calling for Pentagon or Phoenix. Where, where the fuck is Phoenix at? But I've been calling for Pentagon or Phoenix to get a push. So I would like to see Pentagon do it, too. Yeah. Former Impact champion, bro. <laughs> I, yo, I keep bringing that up. And, like, people don't – a lot of people I talk to about it don't even peep it. Like – Pentagon had a dope ass run in Impact, like that 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 yeah, match underground too. That match, right? That match he had with uh with Sammy Callahan, I think it was that same anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, like, yo, that there, there's there's no shortage of dope matches that he could have at the top of the card, and hell, if, if Kenny if Kenny walks out with Silver Champ, which he will, I mean, that. That I'll watch 10 times out of 10. Like, Pentagon I, I and Kenny have had great matches before, so I don't see why not. Right. Do you know Pentagon had a match with uh, Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai in Lucha Underground? Really? It was like a, like Kyrie and, uh, and Io were like uh, hit women for the Yakuza or some shit. I don't, know the, I don't know the context behind it, but that's kind of what I gathered from it. So he had to run a gauntlet between like them two and another uh, Japanese uh, woman's wrestler. I don't remember who, but it was dope. It was dope seeing Kyrie and Eo uh, in that element. Was getting the ass beat too. Hey, Penta was Penta was and them was going at it too though. Like they was legit hitting moves on both of them, <laughs> on each other. It was crazy. It's on YouTube. I, I I'll send you the link later when oh, I when yeah. we get there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think for this match, I think, yeah, we're just going to go with Pentagon because that's what we want to yeah. see the most. If yeah. it's not, if it's not him. Right. Uh, next up, uh, Hangman Page, Brian Cage, Hangman Page, Brian Cage. Yeah. Now listen, that's called motherfucking bars, nigga. Fucking you know nothing about that. I was expecting a different sound bite, but I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That sound bite, too. I'm just not going to play it. Uh, yeah, that one. I don't, I don't care. Uh, Hangman. Do the so, right thing. Yeah. Cause, I, mean, I don't even know how they how they started beefing, to be honest with you. Me That's how little I pay attention to Team Taz whenever they on TV. I'm so sick of them, bro. I'm so sick of them. <laughs> What was it? What or maybe it was supposed to be Ricky Starks, and then he got hurt. That's why they just switched. I don't know. I, I literally, if anybody knows, let us know because I just have not been paying yeah. attention to Team Taz at all, which is crazy because Hangman is my favorite wrestler in AEW. Mm. Yeah, I just I don't I don't care about him. Like y'all y'all have done Hangman so wrong. From the jump, this, this is not long term booking whatsoever. Because him and Kenny don't even interact. If I didn't know any better, I would assume they didn't even know each other. That's how little they interact since they broke apart. It's not long-term booking. You can revisit what they had going on in the future, but it's just like, do something else with Hangman. God damn. It's my guy, bro. Like, 
I don't care about him in the Dark Order. I don't, I don't care about him and Team Taz. He was in the first ever AEW title match, and you dropped him into the Kenny tag team, which, I was mean, good. realistically, all it did was spawn arguably their best match to date, but that's about it. But it, it, it didn't do anything for Hangman. Like, them breaking up, it did more for Kenny in the long term. Because we knew what was coming next. Yeah, as soon as it was like back to being singles, we know what's coming. All right. He won the title. Exactly. Whereas hey man, what has he done since? Like he hasn't done anything. And it, it's not even like at least have my man's going to losing streak or something. He's just floating around doing a whole bunch of stupid stuff. Like, get my guy back on track. That's all I gotta say. We're gonna move yeah. on. Uh next up. Uh, for the TNT Championship, Miro versus Lance Archer. Uh, I'm conflicted on this one because I don't think either of them should lose because Lance Archer has gotten multiple championship shots in the past and he's lost every single one. Miro finally did something of note of, uh, that was noteworthy in AEW, and it would be a shame if he just lost the championship in his first defense. Lance Archer just keeps losing. And how am I supposed to take him seriously if he just loses all the fucking time when it matters the most? So uh, this would be the perfect opportunity for uh, Tony Khan to do this thing that they don't do ever. Uh, I don't know if it's them just trying to be anti-WWE, but this is the perfect time to do a, a DQ finish. He could. But to be honest, I'm just going to go with the lesser of two evils. And I'm just going to stick with Miro because, damn it, he came over here to find that greener pasture. And y'all almost ruined it for him off rip. Giving him this stupid ass best man gimmick. He around here, sunny niggas. And now finally he got to that point where it's like he breaks away from all of that. He's doing his thing and you know, he's just being big, bad, knocking everybody down. Like this is this is the run he needs to go on. And the thing about uh, uh, Lance, I almost said Shark. <laughs> Lance, uh, it's like y'all had the opportunity of a lifetime when he first came in and went after Cody. You had Jake Roberts come back. And cut one of Talking about busting nuts. Oh, God. I want to get me started on this bullshit. <laughs> but you had him come back and cut one of the promos of his life at this stage in his life. And he made it sound like fucking reckoning was coming to AEW. And you you had him built, built Ain't seen none of that. so much. Right. You had him build it up so much. And we, you, if you see what he did, and like New Japan and everything like that. It's like, okay, that's that's a good that's a good base. So he comes in. Him versus Moxley? Yeah. He's supposed to come in and he's supposed to just start. I ain't seen none shit. of that. Yeah. So he comes in here, that match with Cody, the TNT title, perfect way to start his runoff, and he loses. Bruh, why? For what reason? And then he and wins the Battle Royale. Gets the title shot. He didn't really win it. 
It's fucking Eddie Kingston won that shit. But he gets the title shot, loses that match to who was the champion? Moxley. Nigga lost to Moxley. Lost to Cody. Lost to Moxley. I think he got another TNT title shot. I'm probably mistaken on that one. But he's getting another championship match on pay-per-view, which he's probably gonna lose again. Why should I take this man seriously? Let this let let Lance Archer go to New Japan. Let him let him do New Japan strong or some shit if you don't want to send him back overseas. Let him do New Japan strong. Yeah. And and go for it. Uh yeah, yeah, let's move. He could like do a cross with impact, like take the X Division title or something like that. Well, well, no, no, no. You got you got some people you can face over there in Impact too, yeah. like uh Sammy Callahan. He can, you know, Sammy Callahan kind of floating around being like Impact's uh, guardian angel or something. He for some reason Sammy Callahan is a heart and soul of Impact. I don't know why. Maybe because he's probably like the the one guy that stuck it out through everything that was going on. Uh, so I, I can see why, but Sammy Callahan and Lance Archer would be good to, to run. Like let, let him do something different and re-solidify himself. And then when the time comes, he's not getting younger. So you gotta let that man win some. Uh let's move on. Uh Stadium Stampede, uh the Pinnacle versus the Inner Circle. Uh if Inner Circle loses, they have to disband. Uh Inner Circle lost Stadium Stampede last year. Uh, I don't know how they're going to do it this year. Last year, they, they were able to have fun with it. They did it cinematic style. Uh, it was fun. It was a fun-ass match. Like, and it was, it was the best they could do, given the situation. Stadium Stampede is not good for this. Probably should have held off on the blood and guts and had it here. But whatever, bro. That, uh, that's, that's the thing. Like, it's hard for me to care about this because I'm going to – if I don't, this is that that promo inner circle did last week made them think it's going to be straight up aggression. I don't know how you do stadium stampede aggressive when I like, I'm going to start thinking about the comedy of it last year, and like that's going to really possibly take me out of the match. Never mind the fact that the way Blood and Guts ended the way it did is just makes me not care about this feud at all. Like, <laughs> That's so the, I, that's, I'm interested to see how they make me care more more than anything. That, 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 that's that's where I'm at because it's three things. Number one, you just had your war games match at Blood and Guts. Like you already did a multi man match two weeks ago. It's just like right, and so it's like you you you're trying to build this up for me to care again. Then it's like Stadium Stampede. The first one was classic. It was just, I I went into that expecting not to give a damn about none of it, and they just that was just everything. As as much as I was just talking about creativity, that was off the chart with it. Like at that time, that worked, but that was during that time when you wasn't bringing no kind of fans in. Everything was still shut down. It's like. That worked for that time period. It's not going to work for now. And then the third thing is, this is this th- this works because of the characters in it. Like you had Jericho, you had Hangman, you had um, Matt Hardy, and all the shit he was doing, you know, and 
proud and powerful. It's I like, didn't know that they, I, yeah, Santana Ortiz. I didn't know they had like comedic chops like that. So they were right hilarious, like, especially Ortiz. Ortiz is funny as hell. Yeah, and it's like you got you got most of that back. You know, you still got Jericho. You still got um, oh, why am I blanking on names right now? Sammy, uh, Santana Ortiz is still in there, shit. and kind of kind of Jake because he don't even really have no character. But then you go, then you go to Pinnacle side. It's like. Who out of them is really entertaining in terms MJF. of what we what we see in this? That's it. MJF. Sean Spears. Not boring. Revival, boring. Re- let's say revival. Tully no. Blanchard. I mean, he's a good promo still. T- Tully boring. Wardlow. Wardlow's cool, but he don't do shit. So he kind of boring too. Like, Wardlow, is- like we know what Wardlow can be, but he's just boring. Yeah, right. no, this this is his current great. role. He's boring. Uh, like they were they were teasing the breakup with MJF. I don't know what happened to that. And now he's just in the he's getting overshadowed by everybody else now. And I I, I don't like that. But yeah, it's it's just hard. Like it's, it's kind of what I said when the Pinnacle first started. I don't care about anybody in the Pinnacle besides MJF and Wardlow. So right. still, it's been what two months since they got together. I don't care. The whole concept, the whole concept is to entertain. And if you're gonna have a wrestling match, that's one thing. But if you're talking about entertainment value, outside of the ring, they don't entertain me, man. Right. Think about who was in this last time with with, with Inner Circle. It was Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, the Young Bucks, and Matt Hardy. All of them have some kind of character to them that made this work. Yeah. Pinnacle outside of MJF does not have that. So. This this just nah, this ain't gonna work for me, bro. Yeah, like like last time they tried to do something entertaining with Sean Spears, he had Tully Blanchard's face on his underwear. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Uh who's winning this match, man? I, I'm I'm very inclined to say Inner Circle is gonna win because they lost the last match. And they got a breakup if they lose, which is probably not gonna happen. Even though they should have broke up a while ago, but it's whatever. But the thing is, just so they can have a rubber match, I gotta have inner circle win. But that, but that's the thing. It's like, what's the rubber match even gonna be? Because it's like when you do when you do, you know, your, your blood and guts, you know, your full war games, and then you have Sam Stampede. What's the blow off gonna be? And I don't, I don't know if I want to see what that's gonna be. Because if this, if this doesn't turn out good, if this is a dud as I'm thinking it's gonna be, and then inner circle wins, it's like, nah, you lost me already. Cause now you gotta squash it, and I don't want to see you squash it. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go with Pinnacle just cause if that happens, it ends it hopefully. Yeah. But I don't know. They they they're gonna have to surprise me. Yeah. Which I mean, if it's anything like Stadium Stampede last year, it's not hard to surprise anybody like that. Like we we'll probably be in for a good surprise here, hopefully. Uh, next up, Sting and Darby Allen take on Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Uh, I'm going to let my guy Steven tell y'all. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Accurate. Scorpio Sky cut a promo last week looking like Black Gender Mahal. It was all crazy. Ethan Page has just been doing nothing since he left Impact. 
I'm like, this is why I think I'm, I'm going with them to win too. Like, it's, you know, even though this is Sting's first in-ring match since he uh, almost got paralyzed five, five, six years ago. Uh, hopefully he's looking good. Hopefully there's no tragedies happen. But yeah, I haven't cared about Sting past his first night. Never cared about Darby Allen. I'm so sick of this, this pairing of the two of them. Like, I don't know why they think this is working, because to me, it's not. I, I check out every time Darby Allen's on my TV, so I spent too much time talking about this match already. Uh, I got Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page winning, because they got to do something with them. Scorpio Sky won that fucking ladder match, and it's done what? Uh, I don't even know, like. This, this this is just I feel like I'm being extra like, critical of everything on this show right now, but it's like I mean like they I got they, some if, I got some shit to get off my chest. Man. I don't it, it, I, I don't complain no, I a lot. You. I don't complain a lot about <laughs> so. No, nah, I, I feel you though. Like, but it's like if they or they, they do have a pre-show. The buy-in, you can put this on the buy-in and it's like you'll give people the option. They're not putting they things on the buy-in. That's it. But that's the thing. He's not the main attraction that you brought him here to be. I don't know what the hell they really that they, they, they've really been doing since they brought him here. It's like you just use him as a prop. So it's like, yeah, in terms of name value, he shouldn't be on no pre-show, but you're not treating him like Sting. He's just been, oh, this Sting is that guy that just you know shows up for this promo, that promo. You know, I mean, obviously, we didn't want to see him wrestle. He did wrestle, but it was cinematic. It's like, nah, man, you're not, if you're not using him the way that we expected, and where, where, where else, where else is there to go? I don't, I don't care. And that, that's the worst part about it. It's apathy. I don't care. Yeah. Either way, it's like the, the most I got excited for Sting was when he showed up because I'm thinking, oh, shit. Yeah, I'll What's pop. Gonna happen? Like it's fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. Of course you're gonna pop. But that's it. It was a big show. But ever since then, like they, they haven't done anything to, to really make me care. Like he showed up every single week to do an interview with Tony Schiavone every single week. And that got played out. It was about two straight months of that. So I, I, I don't like Sting's presentation. Uh I'm sure Sting does not care because uh yeah, Sting just don't care. He getting paid. Yeah, he getting paid. I I remember at Starcast, uh, Sting and Tony Schiavone had a uh, they had a panel, and somebody asked him like they asked Sting was like, would you would you do a match in Saudi Arabia? And it was just like, for that money, yep. So, you know, he there for the money probably. It's it's all good. Like we live in America, and you gotta you gotta do things for the money sometimes. Just make sure. Whatever you're doing for the money does not cloud your integrity. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you still have some pride if you're doing something for money. But if you're doing it for the money, it's all good. He still got his pride, so it's okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, and uh, last but not least, uh, for the AEW Tag Team Championships, the Young Bucks put the titles on the line versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston stole them fake ass Jordans off their feet on Wednesday. Uh, 
I don't know what he gonna do with them. They fake. Yeah. They made Dior's. They Dwarves. <laughs> oh man. Who you got in this match, man? Just. Oh. I think it's about time for some new champs. It is, but at the same time, it's like. If it if they had been doing this a little bit longer, I would say Kingston and Mox, but it's like y'all y'all just got together. Like um I'm not they ain't heard they friends though. I, we, we know that. We we we've been doing that. I'm just like, listen, man. Hey, the if, Bucks if, don't need him. If if Braun Strowman can win the tag titles with somebody he just met five minutes before, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, I think they got enough chemistry at to be able to work as a team together. You don't reference <laughs> that little, little punk-ass kid on this podcast. Hey, is it crazy that, like, grown adults is jealous over Nicholas because he got to have a match at WrestleMania at 10 years old when we was all 10 years old wanting to wrestle at WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was very heated in that particular <laughs> evening. Who you got with this match? Oh, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to take the Bucks, man. They don't, they don't need the belts, to be honest. I don't think they ever did. Uh, but you know what? They, they, they'll probably walk away from this one, too. Uh, I, I just, as, as long as, as long as Kingston, you know, get, get, gets, a, gets a good beat down on one of them motherfuckers, I'll be happy. But, uh, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I think this is gonna be one of those where, you know, they'll they'll put on they'll be they'll make it convincing. Like you know, it, it'll it'll be close, but Bucks walk away with this one. And I don't know how long did they have the belts? Um, they did they they beat the FTR. I think at full gear. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, they beat FTR at full gear. Yeah. So that was like late October, early November. Yeah. It's about about due time. Yeah, I feel it'll probably come soon, but I'm just for now I'm gonna say the Bucks. Yeah. So we got a we got that. Double or nothing. Next Sunday. Should be good. And uh, next Sunday, we'll be right back here with a post show. We're going to talk about what went down. Hopefully, I, I'm going I'm to knock on wood because I don't feel like being a Grinch next week and, and complaining a lot because I feel like they're going to maybe do a lot of stuff that might bother me. But, uh, yeah, like with WWE, we kind of used to it. It's just whatever. Nothing's going to change. AEW, I feel like we got to be more critical AEW. Fans, they, 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 they hold the hands. AEW like it's a baby, they baby AEW. Where it's just like AEW should be a little bit more criticized for the things they do. Because if you hold the hands of them, and and not you know you gotta I understand allowing them to to mess up sometimes, but I feel like they got enough veteran presence on the roster that some of their mess ups shouldn't be as bad as they are. Yeah. So that because of that, I'm more critical of them. Like with WWE, you know what you're getting, man. It's like McDonald's. You know what you're getting. It's the same shit. AEW is like that new restaurant. I want to try different. It's just like they they're not running business a certain type of way. That that small business, 
that small family business, I'm gonna be a little bit more critical about them because it's just like you should you should do a little bit better. Constructive criticism, right? I'm, I'm not just gonna shit on them. I, I do give them options, and I don't want y'all to think, you know, I feel like I feel like people will listen to this and they'd be like, man, he'll never say nothing bad about WWE. I do, but uh, I do. Y'all don't pay attention to the show, then. Yeah, I, I I do, but also I, I stick up for a lot of bullshit WWE does. Uh, honestly, I, I I own stock in WWE, so like I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna let some things slide, you know. As long as long as the stock ain't dipping, you know, as long as the shit they do are not affecting the stock price, and I'm losing my money, it's all cool. They do whatever they want sometimes, sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes, like they they lease a little longer. Well, they done, they done talked a big ass game since they got started, so it's like gotta back it up. Yeah, they're talking about changing the wrestling world, and like I was at Starcast, and you got these these people. AEW did not have a show yet at that time during Starcast. Like they they show happened during the four day convention, yep. and the show happened on the third day of the convention. After the third day, on the fucking second day, it was people just going all around the hotel. Yeah, Vince McMahon's going down. Like, can they have a show first? Right. So we we will see. Man. I, I remember. I, I I'll I'll never forget what I told Malik as we was walking into the arena. I was just like, man, thirty years from now, we're gonna look back on this day. It's gonna we're gonna say one or two things. We're gonna say, man. They changed the world, or it was gonna be like, dang, that's a, another uh, <laughs> documentary on the WWE Network. <laughs> so, hey, man, uh, real quick before we get out of here, man, thank you if you listened this far. We definitely went like 20 minutes over the time I wanted to, but uh, fortunately, it's not another two-hour episode. I, I don't like two-hour episodes, man. Like, I don't like sitting here two hours talking about nothing. But yeah, we, a little bit. Uh, I want to give a, a a shout out to to Paul Mooney, man. Rest in peace, Paul Mooney passed away earlier this week. Uh, if you don't know who Paul Mooney is, uh, famous comedian, wrote for Richard Pryor and a few other comedians. Uh, was also on the Chappelle Show, uh, where he had a very legendary quote. And if you are black, uh, th- this quote you you really understand the underlinings of this quote right here. Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. How about that question? Everybody want to be a nigga, but don't nobody want to be a nigga. And I'm not, if you don't know what that means, I'm not even going to explain it for you. If you know, you know. We don't explain stuff to the uncultured. I, if you're not cultured, I don't explain anything to you. You either know or you don't. We, we understood this as children. So you don't. I, I was 10 know. years old and I got yeah. it. Yeah. And as I grew older, I started seeing it. Like we, we was talking about this before we started recording, man. Everybody want to be a nigga, but don't nobody want to be a nigga. Like, all you, all you guys really have to do is slow it down and say it in slow motion. And it, if it doesn't hit then, I don't know yeah. what to do for you. But it's like, if it don't translate that at that point, you, you, just, you just lost it. You, just, you don't need to worry about it. Just don't even concern yourself. It's just like, you know, you want to be a nigga. But then shit hit the fan. He'd be like, no, I don't want to be a nigga that bad. (laughs) 
I just explained it. My bad. Fuck. I'll edit it. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna edit it. It's like, yeah, it's that's a freebie. It's that's a freebie right there. For you. Listen, Kobe said it best. He wasn't with the shooting in the gym. Yeah, yeah, that was Drake, not Kobe. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Yes, same, same thing, same person. But, same but I mean, I mean, that's some shit Kobe would say. So it like, would. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, man, Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. I'm the Thespian TC Fontaine with my guy Reek Havoc. Reek, let him know where they can find you at on social media and let them know what other podcasts we should be listening to besides Young Kings Wrestling. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So y'all can find me at Havoc 24 on Instagram and on Twitter. And also make sure you go check out The Havoc Hour where I talk sports and entertainment, which I'm about to get on as soon as we get done with here. Uh, doing a Havoc Hour? Getting, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We doing, uh, we doing some entertainment talk tonight. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's long overdue. Uh, the Warden Matt Ritter uh was jumping on with me we're gonna talk about the halloween franchise because we've been like nice. well overdue for that conversation and we was talking about it yesterday in the chat so it's like all right fuck it i'm yeah, off tonight I, I got in the chat seen like 150 messages i just scrolled to the bottom <laughs> yeah so i like, read right. nah me a lot of times me either i skimmed but, through and i was just like it's horror movie horror movie horror movie yeah. yeah so it was like, all right listen i'm off you know what I'm saying? I might, I might record, but after that, like, let's, let's get it. So it's, it's going down. We're going we gonna to chat it up. So, yeah, we talk entertainment and sports. Uh, playoffs just started, so that uh, content is going to be jumping up a little bit. So <laughs> look out for some, this episode. Boxing fights announced. Hell yeah. So look out for this episode coming and some more to come in the next couple of weeks. But go check that out on Spotify, Anchor. Uh, Google Play, iTunes, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, as well as the video on YouTube and Instagram page as well, underscore to have it go, underscore. My guy's been on the show, got plenty of people in our little network of friends here that's been on the show. Uh, so go check that out, most definitely. And uh, yeah, just stay tuned. We got, we got a lot of stuff coming. Yeah, man. And uh, I'm TC Fontaine. You can follow me wherever. TC Fontaine on Twitter, tc.fontaine on Instagram. Uh, I don't really post on, on either of those pages like that, but if you're interested in my occasional, uh, you know, my occasional additions to those platforms, go ahead and follow me there. Uh, if not, you can follow YK Wrestling at YK Wrestling on Twitter, Facebook, on Instagram. It's YK Wrestling underscore. They some hoes. And uh, I, I'm 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 very fearful that our current page is gonna get taken down too, uh, because um, we we converted that page from whatever page Malik had before, and so Malik will post these videos and they will contain copywritten music, which none of those posts are up now. But I'm getting notifications of uh, violation terms. Like oh every God. day for deleted posts for some fucking reason. Instagram, you you Instagram. Oh if 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 this if I wake up and this page is gone over some shit that does not exist because I'm getting these notifications and then when I open the app, there's nothing there. And and you're not deleting nothing I've posted, nothing I've posted so far has been copyrighted like it's, it's it's been altered that way you can't hit me with a copyright notice maybe like one video 
even that one, I don't think it's copyright. Instagram, stop being a, a hoe. God damn. That's what I'm <laughs> we just trying to grind out here, man. God. Before I get in, uh, Instagram about to make me rent now. And I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to extend this show too long. So I'ma just I'm gonna play the sound bite, but we just gonna table it. But uh yeah. This is Young King Wrestling podcast. And me, I'm upset. We out of here. <laughs>